Hello there. It's me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're listening to The Good Brothers Show with Levi, Lucas, Laz, and Laban. I really hope they like my new show on Disney+. Plus. We're back from camp. Me and Laban are a little bit more tanner. Mm-hmm. Looking really nice. Was not expecting it to be like 60 degrees outside. Mm. I was expecting to walk in today and say, we're in the dog days of summer. No, it's feeling like fall. It's feeling like a little fall. It makes me excited for some fall festival later on, you know, in a couple months. Riding some rides. I walked outside yesterday and I got like the smell of fall festival. Dude, I was just trying to explain that to somebody, like, which is so funny that you said that because, like, yesterday, um, for one reason or another, I was outside walking around and I was like, it literally feels like the fall festival and it even smells like it out here. (laughs) So it's so weird. Yeah. Like, it's like a only like us, we probably, man, what am I even saying? (laughs) (laughs) It's a telepathic thing, you know? Only we would get it. Yeah. You just Uh, had to be there. You had to be a ball fest to be there, you know? Well, Lucas was talking just now. He floated into the air and his eyes rolled back (laughs) in his head. And all of us, like, got a portal into the fall festival. (laughs) Um, He did that with his brain. So, yeah, absolutely. It was, maybe there was, like, a smell of, like, funnel cakes in the air. Mm. I don't know. Like, it just, just was a smell that was, like, it smells and feels like fall fest. And it's, June. <laughs> so, True. anyways, so, um, Laban, you got any stories, any war stories from the campgrounds? Anything that you, uh, want to share with all of us before we get into our, our topic list today? Man, I mean, if I'm being honest, it's probably going to be the whole episode because I got too many stories. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Let me go ahead and tell you one embarrassing story about each of my boys in my cabin. Just kidding. <laughs> no, let me just go down this list. Yes. Um, good group of boys this week. Very, I called them sweethearts all week. Super sweet. Uh, tuck them in every night. Levi, you were in my cabin last year. You know that that's kind of a thing I do. Right. I always tuck in my boys every night. Yeah, just sweet boys all week. Uh, some really great things I learned this week at camp. You can get drunk on Jones Soda. You, in oh, fact, dang. can get drunk on it, so I learned that. Did you get drunk on Was it, or was it a student? I was careful. I only had one a night. Yeah. I got one a night, and then usually I had to have my boys take me to the cabin. <laughs> yeah. So Designated walkers. Like. Dang. Yeah, because I was telling them, it's like, obviously you guys aren't allowed to have this. Because they just they could have had it if they had their IDs on them, but they didn't have their IDs on them. So right, that's like camp rule number one: bring your IDs to camp. So I, I mean, I got pretty Jones drunk one night, but it was fine. It was a good time. But um, other than that, just a good group of boys. Uh, we had a good time. No I, pranks. They didn't try to like. I should say this: pee in your bag, you know, put my, whipped cream in your hand or. I said at the begin at the beginning of the week, my co-coach went on this. Uh, he said I shouldn't say he went on a rant. He was saying the rules of the campground, and he said that he didn't want any pranks in the in the cabin. Mm-hmm. And me being my snarky, sarcastic, funny self, after he said this, I almost said, "Unless they're very funny," and I realized uh, I probably shouldn't say that <laughs> as soon as my co-coach said, uh, 
no pranks. So, uh, yeah, no pranks in the camp in our cabin, which really sucked. I would have liked to maybe flip some mattresses, maybe poop in some showers, but yeah, no pranks. Um, yeah, my favorite prank from when I was a kid when just all the boys from both cabins that share a bathroom, everybody just all poop in one toilet. Yeah, never mm-hmm. flush. <laughs> Don't flush it. No. Don't mount poop more. <laughs> great prank. <laughs> great, great prank. Into the toilet or into the back tank? Uh, not into the back tank. I never tried that. Yeah, I didn't even never try Mount Poopmore. I just I just uh, witnessed. Yeah, and all my senses went witnessed Mount Poopmore. So, great prank. That is a good prank. Only prank I really pulled uh, with toilets at camp is one time I st- I stood on top of the stall in the bathroom and peed on top of it. So it's a very long distant pee. <laughs> on top of the toilet? So I was standing on top of like the stall. Like on the top. walls? I was t- standing on top of the walls peeing directly into the toilet. So I was probably 10, 15 feet up from the... Did you... Uh, how'd you score? Pretty good. Towards the end, I realized like, oh crap, like I'm... This is not easy. You, you realize, oh crap, I gotta poop. <laughs> yeah, I gotta poop. <laughs> so then I squatted real fast, but it was a good time. Um, not a lot of people... <laughs> And then he went to court. Yes. Blacklisted. But not a lot of people mentioned the podcast this week, which sucked. I was expecting. I was really my boys every night. They would say like, oh, tell us a bedtime story. And I was like, well, I have a podcast. We could listen to that. But I felt like full of stories. Yes. Full of stories for full of funny stuff. But I just had a feeling that Lynn listening to the podcast is a lose lose situation for me because either they fall asleep during it. And that means our podcast is boring or they stay awake the whole time. And that means they're not getting any sleep. Just yucking it up. Just yuck. <laughs> yes. And you're just like, oh, boys, I know I'm funny, but we're supposed to be sleeping. Yeah. So it's like, go to bed, please. So, yeah, I ended up not playing the podcast. And just in case there was anything inappropriate that I could have gotten in trouble for if I played in the in the cabin. So It's also lose-lose because if they, if they hate it, then you have to listen to them, you know, rag on you all week. And if they love it, then you're like, great, I have a podcast for middle schoolers. Yes. Like, and you're like, what is this? Like, I'm not trying to make... Kids programs. No, I'm trying to make a podcast for adults. Yeah, like we move. I mean, much older people. Yeah, our demo. What's up, John? Looney Tunes fans. Yeah, that's what that, we're wanting. The people that grew up and that was it, when know. Looney Tunes was brand new. That's our audience. The yeah. eighty to ninety year olds is what we're <laughs> wanting. So specifically, the eighty to nine year old men is our t- target demographic. Obviously, I, this may be extra, extra. those people are dying. They are older. I'm sorry. I gave the extra drop, so yeah. it's not controversial. Yeah, our fans are a dying breed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Say we need we need to figure out how to get some more into that sector. That's what I'm thinking. I'm it's thinking, gonna take some time, but I think we can make it happen. Yeah. People will we people will eventually get up there. If we're lucky, all of us will get up there. I'm hoping. Hmm. You, we'll see. The Good Brothers live to be eighty to ninety years old. <laughs> that was a prof- like that's news prophecy. That's yes. like that you know not that's uh, future news, not yeah. fake news. Future news, yeah, future news. But I had one person t- uh, mention the podcast to me all week. Uh, shout out to uh, Rowan Messner. He Rowan. mentioned the podcast. Yes, nice. Uh, I'm sorry, Roman, that I wanted to talk to you about the eyes of Tammy Faye. I just really wanted to talk to you about it, so I apologize. <laughs> Did you actually talk to him about it? Yeah, I was. Well, I talked. I should have mentioned like I don't. I'm not putting Rowan on blast, but like his uh, grandma, step grandma is Tammy Faye Baker, Tammy Faye Messner. Yeah. Now, 
There's a movie uh, about her. Out yeah, there. there's a movie about her, and I was, I just, I broke the ice after we talked for a little bit. I was like, Rowan, I need to talk to you about this because I watched the eyes of Tammy Faye, and the whole time I was watching it, I just thought, man, I know someone that's related to this family. Yeah. <laughs> I know someone. <laughs> yeah, so. isn't that crazy? I have a Rowan story. Can I tell it really quickly? Yeah. Okay, so yesterday we were handing out flyers. That's why I got the uh, scent of Fall Fest. I was doing a, like, we were doing flyers for Convoy of Hope, which I won't get into too much because I don't know who's listening to this show, but basically we do a huge free backpack giveaway, free nice. groceries at the beginning, uh, beginning of the school year. And so we're just handing stuff out so families know. So I'm walking down the street and I say to the guy that I'm walking with, I'm like, hey, actually, one of my friends just moved back from Portland and he, I think they live on this street, but I'm not sure. Um, so maybe we'll run into him, maybe not. So I'm just walking and handing out flyers. And then I walk up to a house, and I'm like, that kind of looks like Rowan's sister, but I can't tell from here. And I got closer, and I was like, hey, I know who you are. And she was like, yeah, I know you. And then Rowan was inside, like, <laughs> looking through the window. He's like, leave <laughs> I just was like, that's my friend. And so anyways, then Rowan gave me the whole tour of his house. And so nice. now he's my neighbor. He lives, like, less than two miles away from me, so... Yeah, looking to get him on the pod. Looking he forward to, to shredding with that guy. Yeah, he moved to Valley. Wow, that's cool. And uh, shout out to Isaiah Robadu. He was over there also. You guys might not know who that is, but uh, Isaiah, you've listened to the pod and liked posts on our yeah. Instagram, so shouts to you. There we go. <laughs> so, was he playing guitar when you got yep. there? Yep. <laughs> Isaiah, I think we're both jamming, so, which is awesome. But it was just one of those Good. funny moments where... I feel like I accidentally um, like brought something into reality. Like I said something, and then it was like, then it happened. Yeah. So welcome to the neighborhood, to Valley Center. Yeah, he got you. Got you. He had said he only he had only listened to one episode of the podcast, and I didn't want to get too deep into the lore. I didn't want to ask like, did you listen to the first episode of season two, <laughs> first episode of season one? I just assumed he probably listened to the first episode ever that we released uh, in the uh, what was that? The PC. No, the BC era, before COVID era. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was a different time back then. There was a looseness to us. We're yeah. a little bit more tense these days. Yeah, we all all have guns pointed at each other while we're doing it, too, to keep each other on our toes. Yeah, you just know? in case. Just in case there's a bad riff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was waiting for the most Looney Tunes uh, guns <laughs> ever. I had both of my guns pointed at you guys, so I, I couldn't do a drop at that moment. Lucas has to <laughs> hit the drops with the, with the hilt of his gun. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shot myself in the foot. <laughs> but you couldn't hear it. You yeah. couldn't hear the bullet. It was a metaphorical bullet. Yeah. It was one of those like plastic bullets that they use against Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make sounds either. Yeah. Do you remember an X-Men last stand where Magneto is standing there and he's just like, you humans and your guns. Mm -hmm. And then he tries to control them. And it's like, bro. Yeah. You wouldn't know, though. You didn't see the movie in theaters. You would last stand? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And well, honestly, we did kind of retcon it, I think, to where... That's true. We, we did. did see yeah. it. I think we retconned my past. It's been rewritten. So that I have actually seen X-Men. So, yes, I do remember that. Yes. That was a cool move. The honestly, outwitted Magneto. Yeah. And why weren't they doing that for decades before that they yeah. didn't realize why haven't they been making plastic guns well all the time. it's harder to manufacture plastic guns true you I gotta didn't. go to the top man yeah you gonna go to mr gun gun uh, manufacturer and be like hey can you start manufacturing plastic instead of metal yeah yeah that would be a mr gun is a hard guy to talk to yeah headshot <laughs> so loud <laughs> <laughs> that is Mr. Guns. <laughs> Mr. Guns. Oh no, Slow. Mr. Gun walked in just now. <laughs> Bull 
bullseye. <laughs> 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 He's Mr. just shooting everything. Yeah, in please the room. leave, Mr. Gun. Please leave. Denied. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I hate that Wait, is, is he saying he's denied or that we're denied? We're denied. He's oh, not, we're denied he's or request. Leaving. I thought he was saying, like, oh, man, denied. Like, just walking out of here <laughs> with his head hung low. Man, this guy sucks. <laughs> I, have, I only have one thing to say to him. Dismissed. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Yeah. All right. Anyways, yeah, plastic guns, great idea, and you can recycle them mm-hmm. so everyone can have guns. You know, they're a lot easier to manufacture. I thought we were saying they were harder to ma- manufacture if they're plastic, but... Yeah, you, well, you got to make a new mold. Yeah. And the bullets right. are plastic, too, then, right? They'd had to be. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, of course. Or glass. Oh, no. Ooh, a glass bullet? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I will say they actually had the uh, the mutant cure in them. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. the bullet in them, but I like <laughs> glass <laughs> bullets more. Yeah. I wish they would have just put shards of glass in that gun. <laughs> yeah, we could talk about X-Men Last Stand some more. <laughs> Remember that guy who has uh, He only can basically Make two inch spikes come out of his body And that's like his power Yeah, And his power like the way he hurts people Is just hugging them <laughs> It's like what a what a worthless mutant power. Yeah, I mean, there's he, a lot of those. I guess he's like a poor because I thought you were talking about the guy with the razors in his wrist at first when you first started no. talking about it. Because that's the guy that fights Wolverine in the forest when he. Tries oh to, no, I'm uh, talking about you're the talking dude about who's, uh, the, he plays from Miles from Lost. Miles from yeah. Lost. Yeah, yes, the porcupine guy. Yeah, yeah, he just is porcupine. He can't even like project them. Can't like he can't like shoot them out of his body. No, the only t- you're like the only time he kills someone in the movie, he gives her a hug. <laughs> yeah, and it's like that probably wouldn't hurt. It that probably much. wouldn't kill you because I no. mean like. Your organs are pretty, you're pretty insulated. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff. I mean, there's some places in your body that I'm sure, like, maybe he could puncture a lung or something, but, like... Yeah. Uh, He'd have to headbutt you for that. Yeah, and, like, also, I mean, our bones are pretty strong, okay? Like, I think that he would more push himself off of you. Yeah. <laughs> like, they need to be really sharp, and then, plus, you're getting every single needle dirty, and covered in blood and stuff yeah, when you do that. that so dude's, it's just what a mess. Also, like maybe his maybe it would feel more like you know those walls that used to be at museums that were just a bunch of dull oh, nails. Yeah. You could like push your body up against yeah. it. There's no way those still exist, right? Because <laughs> like with probably coat, they can't with yeah. uh, with 91 Divock out there. Like you can't you can't do that anymore. <laughs> 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 hey, you don't. You, well, you're gonna, you're gonna have to get a lot of tetanus shots. That's right. If you go to those nails. But those were True. super fun. I remember as kids going to the museum and just being like, who can make their whole body? <laughs> yes. The magic tree house. Yeah. Anyways, like maybe it would feel more like that because there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. It would just be like, well, now it's ineffective. It's like you push me with a giant block. Well, it never said in the movie that the lady died. She could have just gone into a shock. Yeah. Because yeah. usually movies, the floor. Usually movies, they'll put like a little thing at the bottom like what? this character this person is died. This day a character died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just so, I mean, the kids know in the theater. Yeah. Uh, it's like when I used to see Taken and wish that there was a uh, kill count in, <laughs> in the bottom right corner going up so I can know how many men Liam Neeson had made. Oh, Mr. Get Gunn, out of get here, dude. Out of here. I want that after every any, every movie whenever somebody gets shot. Yeah. Yeah, and then like the, let the bodies at the floor. Yes. Just like playing behind every, <laughs> every scene that there's fighting. This is a good time here. I'll show you guys this line. So we were talking about bulletproof pump. Bulletproof monk. Lucas, remember you do have to talk into your mic <laughs> first yeah, for the so, audience. Yeah, the audience. Uh, you guys can't see this video, but this is a little clip. You'll be able to hear it. 
It's only about 19 seconds from Bulletproof Monk. This is the very last scene of the movie. <laughs> this is fair use. We are going to uh, comment yeah. about this and educate. Mm -hmm. and, uh, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind just saying the title <laughs> yeah, of the, the clip. The video is called Worst Line <laughs> in Movie History. <laughs> this is from Bulletproof Monk. So I, uh, I figured it out. My hot dogs come in packages of 10 and hot dog buns come in packages of 8. See, the thing is that life doesn't always work out according to plan. So be happy with what you got. So you can always get a hot dog. <laughs> there, there is some wisdom there. Play it one more time. Because <laughs> I don't think I actually understood what he was saying. <laughs> is this a reference to something earlier in the movie? Yeah. Okay. It must be. Some so I, uh, I figured it out. Mm -hmm. My hot dogs come in packages of 10 and ten hot dog buns come in packages oh, of 8. Okay. Eight buns. See, the thing is that life doesn't always work out according to plan. <laughs> so uh, be happy with what you got. So you can always get a hot dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like that. You can't do it. I'm all right. So to describe the scene visually, <laughs> visually, uh, the character, the what is that actor's name again? <laughs> so it's Sean William Scott. Yeah, I almost just said uh, Sean Patrick something. I was like, Sean <laughs> Patrick Flannery. <laughs> He's got uh, three names. About a about a medium shot on him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but I don't remember what happens in the movie because he's still regular age, but Chow Yun Fat oh. is aged. And I in didn't the movie, even, that he's didn't regular. Age. Didn't even connect. Didn't so I don't remember what that. happens in the movie. We need to watch this he's, movie again. Maybe being bulletproof just is such a toll on him. Yeah, you know, it's got to be something with the ancient scroll. Wait, is Sean William Scott the bulletproof monk? Maybe, maybe he was the bulletproof monk the whole time. Yeah. That's why he doesn't age. Well, I'm just confused I because because <laughs> I would not be surprised if they just didn't care about. It. They're like, ah, Sean Williams, he can just be the same age. Yeah, like they're just like he just aged like fine. Well, he's fine. handsome. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of the people that are going to see the movie want to see him. Yeah, so. true. They don't want to see him get old. No, yeah, that's a lot of. No, I would walk out of the movie as soon as he gets old. <laughs> oh, yeah. gross! No. Yes, come on. And it was 2003 too. They didn't have the they didn't have the aging. CGI yet? Yeah, I mean they could have done makeup. Yeah, maybe he was allergic to the makeup. Exactly. Yeah. Like good point. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he showed them a picture of like his grandpa. I was like, look at how good my grandpa. <laughs> it was really just a picture of him, but he like lied to them. Like this is what my grandpa looks he like. Just right. Like, kindly now. hit it. Like held it really. Far yeah. Away. He's like yeah. So, <laughs> so. They couldn't quite see it. Basically, what I'm saying is, I don't need it. I don't need makeup. I'm not gonna need it. Yeah. So I look it, fine. I look yeah. great. I look great. I'm allergic to the makeup, and uh, anything he says, and CG is just not at <laughs> the place that it can yet. do this yet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in the sequel. <laughs> yes. But uh, so you got 10 hot dogs, you got eight buns. And so what he's saying is right. the reason those companies designed it that way. So mm -hmm. like Wonder Bread or whatever with the buns and Oscar Mayer with the hot dogs, they were like, listen, people need to know sometimes life just doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. So we are not going to work together on this. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we're doing 10 dogs. You do eight buns. Mm -hmm. You have to buy eighty to make this work. You're right. Yeah, yeah you have to buy. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. The math is, the math is checking line out. Up. Yeah, yes, the math is Dang, checking. That's out. a lot to buy every time yeah. too. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe that's their way of saying like people need to know to get together. And people, if you're if you're making hot dogs, you better be doing it at a barbecue. Yeah, at a so BBQ. Wait, it's ten dogs and eight buns. Yeah. So if you think about, it, it's kind of nice to have two extra dogs, like he said. You can always get a hot dog for just a snack. If you, you just always want, double. Oh yeah. Yeah, if you just want a cold dog, 
Mm-hmm. Or you can cut it up, put it in some macaroni. Oh, that's true. Have you ever uh, two hot dogs, one bun? <laughs> Whoa, dude. That feels like that I don't okay? think you remember we... Levi the numbers. If we remember Oh wait, yes, that does make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes, what you're saying is, is the correct math. If you did two hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Somebody get up on the marker board real quick. Yeah, two hot did. dogs and one bun, and then another bun with two hot dogs in it, and then the rest are just onesies. Yes. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Who knows? I had a moment of. <laughs> I feel like I floated in the air and realized. <laughs> we just opened another portal. <laughs> Anyways, so that's I mean that's a, a great movie line I yeah. guess yeah interesting thought provoking. That's a good way to end your movie. Yeah, and this podcast. Good yeah. moral so. story. <laughs> yeah. I I do want to hear what the bulletproof monk said back to him because he not, does put his finger up and yeah. is about to say something and we will never know. Could you maybe look up worst line in a movie extended version? Part two. Yeah, part two maybe. Part two. What are you doing? Checking to see nothing is missing. All right. We're going to ride this out. Remember the first hug you gave me. <laughs> <laughs> the music in the background kind of sounds like... Uh, hey. Oh, wait. Sorry. My bad. There Here you we go. go. Get into it. So I uh, <laughs> figured it out. My hot dogs come in packages of 10 and <laughs> hot dog buns come in packages of 8. See, the thing is that life doesn't always work out according <laughs> to plan. So... Be happy with what you got. Here we go. So you can always get a hot dog. Moment of truth. You got it. Bye bye. Bye bye. So, how was it? How are we so spot on about the human reaction? Wow. I don't remember what we said the line was. I feel like it was in the. <laughs> Somewhere around just yes. <laughs> Correct. Yep. You just said you got it and you, walked away. You nailed it. That's crazy. Nobody's ever gotten that. So the next topic. What is the next topic? <laughs> we gotta we gotta we gotta move on. Hard turn. Pivot. Pivot. Laban, you wanted to uh on this on this second episode of wait, second, right? Second, second episode, episode of season yeah. three. You wanted to uh, just do a little throwback yeah, to our origins. Because we can't, we can't have a podcast without talking about the podcast. It's yeah. impossible. We have to talk about it. And I was, I was doing a little research because I was wondering, like, oh, what were the potential names of our podcast? And also, who, in, who, which one of us came up with the current podcast name? Does anyone have any guesses who came up with it? Levi. Um, I feel like it might have been me, honestly. I don't want to. Lucas, Levi, me, or you. <laughs> it's one of us four, correct. So I have the text exchange of us talking. So I'm just going to name a little of some of our podcast names. And you guys can kind of maybe give it a rating of what you think. And also, what were we thinking? Dude, All right. I, our the first name we have for this pod still holds a very special place in my heart. But yes, I know what you're about to say. <laughs> no, I wasn't even going to start mm. with. So origin, the original name of the podcast was the Bro Brooks chat line. If you listen to yeah. the original, the very first episode, we introduced <laughs> the podcast as mm-hmm. the Bro Brooks chat line. Which is not the name. I still stand yeah. by that. I want to make retro t-shirts that say Brobrook's Chatline. Yeah. I like that name. Yeah. I do like that name. And I mean, one of the things is like, if we say it right now. Ten. <laughs> that's what ten I rate that. That's what you yeah, rate ten it. Out of ten. Ten, on, ten yep. for, uh, for creativity, <clears throat> zero for marketability. True. <laughs> so Levi came up with the names 
Bunk Bed Boys. Eh. Mm. Yeah. Six. <laughs> that's, that's very generous of yeah. you. And then he said L Boys, like E-L Boys. L like Boys. All of, our, all, all of our names. L Boys. L Boys. What's the rating for that one? Mm. Seven. <laughs> and then last said, Bro Brooks is confusing, I think. Wow. Controversial. Yeah. It was. He was. He was. He was right. I, I, I Nobody agree. knows what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to maybe ring down the rating a little bit? Hmm. Flash is confusing. One. <laughs> <laughs> and I did say, but a lot of things get their names from an inside joke. All right. And then what did I say? Did you give any evidence for that though? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Seems like. It. Yeah. Seems Luke like said true, but we are kind statistic. of inventing a word too. It doesn't necessarily roll off the tongue, which I agree with. Uh, Lucas then said Beth boys, Beth's, Beth's boys mm. for our, our mother. And then I said, Bobby's basement. Sure. <laughs> I said, Bobby's basement. Mm-hmm. Not bad. And then Lucas said, old, the older brothers or the middle brothers. And then we went on, we went on a whole Malcolm in the Middle tangent. Which Malcolm in the Middle characters we are. <laughs> Lucas in the middle. You are Malcolm. After all, uh, Lucas said, "I'm Reese." Laz and Malcolm leave his friends. Leave us, Francis Laban. My name is Dewey. Come on, and we just keep on going. Jamie. Yep. Yeah. And then spoiler: if people want to watch Malcolm in the Middle. Oh yeah. Spoiler. Uh, And (laughs) if you can work that back into the beginning of what I said. Uh, And then I said maybe it could involve something brotherhood, which is what we went by a lot. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Levi suggested Brunkle. We're all Brunkle. Uh, we're all uncles, and we're also bros. We also slept on bunk beds. <laughs> a lot of going, a lot going into that. <laughs> and then uh, just throwing spaghetti. Yes, Levi also said, "I love the brotherhood." Nod back to that time we pwned Hannah at the Snavelings. <laughs> yes, it's what galvanized us. Yes. We, the podcast really started that day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, then I said brotherhood chat line, brotherhood bunks. And then I then said, these are both bad. Yeah. <laughs> then Le- Le- Levi said bunk brothers. And then Lucas gave the name the brotherhood of the traveling slacks. <laughs> yeah, that was good. And Levi just mentioned our group chat name, which is let's just deport and whatever. And then... uh Levi said, Lucas, there's that's your solo pod to, Le- to Lucas. And then I said, Right. This Still is, in the works. Yes. I do think. It's actually got its like 100th episode already. <laughs> I do like this one. I think this was quite possibly our best name. I'm hoping a good rating for this. Lalula. Lalula. <laughs> Which is what you're naming your son. Yes, Lalula. And then I made the joke where it's Lalula. What is your name of your podcast? Um, Lalula. Really bad name. Lucas said, Rookie of the Year, the Dunson check-in, three guards and a Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> and then I then said, Life is not fair. And then you guys didn't text back because we were done talking. <laughs> that was it for the day. And then next day, Lucas said, Three men and a lady, which is good. That is good. And I said, I like this name because it makes me sound like the Alvin of the group, like Alvin the Chipmunks. Mm-hmm. Then we just said, Maybe just the Massey Bros show. So we thought and, about that. And that's what we landed on. <laughs> And then Pretty we close. just yeah we kept on going <laughs> kept on going. Levi suggested disloyal as a subtle nod to loyal. <laughs> that we are not loyal to loyal. Yeah. <laughs> and then Le- La- Laz said backyard brothers backyard sports theming. 
which is kind of a not at what our theme is it's now. True. That's kind of what art. our artwork turned That's out to still be. still in there. Yes. And then Levi said backyard bunk beds. <laughs> I like the bunk <laughs> And we're all so close. And then Lucas comes in with the dunk, the Good Brothers show. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Boom. Yes. Nailed it. And then I said, I actually kind of like the Good Brothers show. So I was already saying I like the podcast. But those were all of our names. Lots of it. It just shows you that uh, sometimes you got to throw a lot of names at the wall to get the name you want. Yeah. You know what I'm proud of, though? I'm proud that uh, before we even had a name, we still did a podcast. Of course. Because, yeah, you, you know, just, that's just, I mean, listen, we're very, we're goofy and bird brain here, but like, if you want to do a podcast, record a dang podcast. Just record just it. Just to record yourself talking. I think it's gonna be bad. Yes, I <laughs> think no joke. The first podcast we recorded, we recorded for three hours, <laughs> and we got. <laughs> and I think there was maybe thirty minutes of yeah. content in it. <laughs> thirty minutes of good content. Yes, if was, you want to listen to it, it's the pilot episode. We yeah. posted it. It's just all the bits within it. Yeah. So did is that like you want to see how I poop these drawers? Did that one come from uh, the pilot episode? Lucas I think doing the Joker. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally forgot about. Yeah, that. that Lucas had just gone to the Joker. Yeah, Joker just came out. Yeah. Wow. Everyone's standing ovation. I mean, you can pull up. We can pull up and listen to it if you want. But this is. Yes. <laughs> yep. And now we're going to play. <laughs> Not on the first episode. Uncut. <laughs> Wait, on the, first, we, on the first episode, did we call John Quinones or whatever? Was yep. that Chris Harrison? <laughs> that, that, man, what a, what a wild experimentation this podcast has been through. <laughs> like, out of anyone we could call, we called the host of What Would You Do? <laughs> and, <then he laughs> and was like, Levi I can do an impression of this guy. Yeah. That's right. Which, how dated has that become in just like two years? Like, I don't think I've ever like seen, is that guy even doing that anymore? The What I Would think You Do they show? Do, what Would You Do? I mean, they got a whole new, like new spiel of What Would You Do with the with the Corona-19 oh, <laughs> right. mandate. Yeah. So, I mean... I mean, so many where it's like, yeah. what would you do if someone was coughing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What would yeah. you do? What would you do if somebody's like, man, I feel like I got a fever. Yeah. Man, I just tested positive for Corona-19. Am I allowed to be here? <laughs> what would you do? Man, I was just around an entire family that all had the Corona-19 yeah. virus. And now I'm just it's, out and about. Man, I just ate a bat from a wet market in China. <laughs> It got really uninteresting when people just started walking away. That's all. Yeah. What yeah. would you do? Just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't got time. I don't right. got time for this. I must. I must go away. Because people would go up and they would hold their breath, hold their nose, hold their breath, and like try to tell them like you need to go inside, and then they would end up dying. Because <laughs> you have to be able to breathe. I think it would be really funny if like the what was what would you do was what would you do if you were on a TV show? What would you do? Is <laughs> it so like a fake a fake John Quinones comes out? That sounds like a show called John He Does It. It's <laughs> just a show from the show Delocated. <laughs> Which is my favorite prank show. Yeah. <laughs> imagine this, imagine this. A prank where you give someone a pizza and you take the whole pizza and you just give them a slice. <laughs> No, That's, yeah, or no, you take their slice and you give them a whole pizza. Is that what you're saying? Was that no? I think what John the, the prank is: John goes up with a whole pizza, grabs their slice, puts it in the box, and hands it to them. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, the box of one slice, right? No, it's remember. a whole pizza. I think. Right? Okay, I can't what remember. What a good prank! <laughs> so no, maybe, John, he does. Maybe it. he takes their slice and puts it back in the pizza. I can't Something remember. Something like that. Yes, yeah. yeah. a lot of good pranks. Johnny though. Johnny does it. <laughs> 
It's funny how like things like delocated framed so much of our comedy with like I don't remember half of it. I remember like John J G. J J jeans. They're like. Yeah. I I still like sometimes we'll just go still alive. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll like catch myself saying that. When like Paul Rudd gets oh spoiler <laughs> when Paul Rudd gets killed and he just keeps yelling out Paul Rudd movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, Paul Rudd is dead <laughs> from Anchorman. <laughs> Anyways, good show. Check that show out. Yeah, but like what I was, I mean, like you basically you would get into a situation that would be a what would you do? Yeah, a fake host comes out and was like, tell me more about like how you handled that situation. And then they start talking, and then the real John Kenyon just comes out and is like, I noticed that you kind of started lying about things. <laughs> Tell me how you handled answering those questions. Yeah. Do you think you would and have handled those, that interview differently if you had more time to think about it? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that would be a good show. I'm really surprised they haven't done that bit yet. Like, mm -hmm. that feels like their last thing that they, they're like, we yeah, don't Yeah, it'd probably be else. like, what did you do? <laughs> What did you? Do? <laughs> what have you done? What you, yeah, what have you done? That's what, just regular news. Yeah. What, <laughs> what did you do? What, on you what did you do? <laughs> oh man. Well, I'm glad that we landed on Good Brothers show. I think it's been a good name for us. We haven't been sued yet. That's the main yeah. thing, you yeah. know. By the only other Good Brothers. That mean there's wrestlers named Good Brothers, mm -hmm. and there's also a podcast called The Good Brothers Experience. Yeah, but we're very different, and we are on Good. On good terms. I hope so. I hope so. Rooting for them as well. Yes, both rooting for. If they're not rooting for us, we're rooting for them. That's right. When they go low, we go high. Mm-hmm. If they don't do an episode a week, we don't do an episode <laughs> a week. That's right. We skip. We're pretty much in sync with them. We let we try to find out what the release date is for their pod. We did have a, a recent review for our podcast. I was paying attention, and oh, I should say just two uh, podcast-related news things for us. Extra, extra. First of all. <laughs> Sorry, the button didn't work, I guess. The we got a review that says the greatest podcast, and they said, I have many good brother good brother shows tattoos. I'm the biggest fan. Hype for the next season. And that's from Blake 12643336. New season's out already. Yeah, new season's out already, so they're a little bit late. And also, big news, we just hit 5,000 downloads on our podcast. Dang. So good job, guys. Overall? Overall, 5,000 downloads. I got the email this week that told me that if you wanted to get the little badge, so we'll post bye, up. Bye, bye. We did make some enemy podcasters at uh, Top Podcasts. Oh, yeah, I forgot week. about that. Yeah. We don't have to get into it too much, but <laughs> there's a lot of people coming after us, after our heads. Yeah. I mean, it was... Headshot. <laughs> It was tough for us to... I mean, we should talk about that just a tiny bit. Yeah. Top podcast was great. Yeah. Super good learning experience. Yeah. Finally learned how to, like, really talk into the mic. Our teacher, obviously, was uh, Bill Maher. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, we really did. We got really close to him. Yeah, we were firing guns a lot, too. They, that's, pretty, that's pretty much all we were doing for yeah. podcast training, which is kind of weird. I think but, it was yeah. I think it was I think it was good that we all went to different breakouts too, so that we mm -hmm. can like bring our wealth of knowledge. Like I went to the lady that did serials. Uh, yes, one. Yeah, I, yeah. I learned so much about phone call podcasts. Oh, so yeah. I'm planning on like, I mean, I'll be better next time when you guys call me because I took that class. You know, that when you guys good. called me at the campground, and I was like, yeah. oh man, how do I do a phone podcast? But now mm. I, I know what I'm doing. And how to be? They taught you how to be convincing. 
if you uh, ever kill someone yes. and you need to. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know. Which, I mean, that shouldn't be a big deal. But we did play a lot with guns, so I want to be ready just in case. And Sorry, you, there was a cockroach over there. <laughs> Dang, dude. You didn't you have had to, to pull do out your shotgun for <laughs> the cockroach. You had to do what you had to do. I was messed up. They, they're vermin. I mean, they need to go. Yeah. yeah. It's still alive, though. I mean... Oh, dang. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Let me get that real quick. <laughs> it is fast, man. Lad, I'm so sorry about the okay, holes. It's, we'll get it. It's fine. That I didn't want the cockroaches here, so it's it's fine. I'd rather have bullets everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> kind of cool. It makes your place look cool. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I like it better well, now. What breakouts did you guys go to? Did you go to any? Uh, Let me remember. Uh, yeah, I, went, I uh, did the podcast with Dave Portnoy. And, oh, nice, uh, dude. I don't really even want to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> did you find out what good pizza is? <laughs> at least? Yeah, I heard more about New Jersey, New York pizza than I uh, ever planned to hear about it. So do we have a consensus? Like, what's good pizza? Do you? I don't know. Yeah. You're just talking about flap and the crust and <laughs> bar pizza. Yeah, that's all I was hearing. And That's you, too bad. Yeah. Then you're talking about gonna... betting and all this stuff, and I was just like, man, this is really the Davy Page view experience. <laughs> and it was it was terrible. It's interesting. Don't that buy. It... Don't buy. Yeah, don't buy. Yeah, you didn't buy any stocks. No, I didn't. No, no. That's too bad. I'm sorry. Which I should have been in mine. I went over to the... Malcolm was there. Malcolm Gladwell. He oh, was of there. Course. So I went over to Originist History. And he was ta- obviously Malcolm, really smart guy, friend of the pod really smart guy, but he just kept on talking about different revisionist history, and I just wasn't buying it. I was like, I think you, I, this might be bullcrap. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> you made that up. Yeah, I'm just like, where are your sources? Mm. Yeah. And he just kept on, like, I kept on raising my hand, and that's basically the only thing I said in the class. He would say something like a revisionist history thing, and I'd raise my hand and say, like, yeah, but where are your sources? And he would say, like, well, let me get, he would say, like, let me get to the end of the lecture, and I would say, like, yeah, but where are your sources? Mm-hmm. Do you have yeah. sources for any of the revisionist history you're writing? So... <laughs> I asked him. I was like, I took a history class. Somebody's got to hold Malcolm Gladwell's feet to the fire. Yeah, yes. and it better be one of us. We're coming for you. He yes. said, where's the MLA? Yeah, I said, yeah. Where's the is... fair use? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was. This I is was, ridiculous. I was wondering. I was just like, listen, I get that it's an audio medium, but like, you can't do audio in MLA format. Yeah. So. It's true. Let's just say I kind of destroyed him. So. And, and that's really uh, what our goal was. I mean, I didn't do a very good job in my breakout, but our goal really was take out the the top. Yeah, we wanted to establish us, ourselves as alphas. Yeah, because we're coming for that five thousand dollar badge. Five thousand, mm-hmm. not five thousand dollars. Yes, we wanted the five thousand no. dollar reward. Yeah, we're coming for five grand for every listen and download. We get one dollar. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's a specific amount of money that we're trying to reach six thousand dollars. We're Ka-ching. close, man. We're getting close. After this podcast, we might hit it. Yeah. You see how freaking fast Lucas was on that drop, too? I know. Mm-hmm. Lucas is, he is finger, ready. Finger He's was won. on the trigger. <laughs> Literally, he's still holding guns facing <laughs> us. And so, oh, man. What room were you in, Lucas? Our breakout room? I forget. One. One of them? He <laughs> <laughs> was in the drop. The yeah, drop the zone. room. He was, was in the, the drop, drop zone. zone. <laughs> yeah. I was in the drop zone. Yeah. They pretty much were just telling me how to, you know, how to use a gun safely. How, and at the end of the class, I got my conceal and carry. So, nice. yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> they had like a uh, weird, <laughs> a weird out version of Highway to the Drop Zone playing. Yeah, it was very, very cool. They gave me a big old cowboy hat and <laughs> okay. 
And yeah, I got a free gun at the end of class. Did they so. w- did they give you like an iPod at the end with some drops on it? Yeah, they did give me an iPad with uh, iPod with drops on it, but yeah, it's all just gun noises. Good. So, yeah, <laughs> it is top. That's, I didn't hook it up today. I'm sticking with my classic drops today. But I I guess I do have this one. That one's pretty cool. And that one you did get from Top Pod. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Any cool instructors do you had or? Was it Any just cool instructors? Or, I mean, they were probably just a bunch of no-names because they're just... Not that you're a no-name. You're, like, the biggest drop guy in the industry, but... That's the no- hardest part about going to those is that Lucas can, like, just fly through those courses. Yeah. yeah. Any big instructors? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I got one for you right here. Oh. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh. oh, sorry, guys. I passed out. I <laughs> understand. Anyways, no, there wasn't very many good instructors. Jo- Actually, no, I lied. John Wick was my instructor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was holding out on you guys. It was John Wick teaching me how to fire guns better, how to use drops better. And yeah. Rocky was teaching you how to box. Rocky? Yeah. Balboa. Rock- oh, Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Oh. Was he teaching? He taught you how to. And then Jason Bourne was also there. Yeah, Jason Bourne was there. Uh, Morbius, <laughs> <laughs> Taken, the guy Taken, Brian from Taken, um, just all of Dad's favorite characters. Yeah, Stewie. Um, you sure Stewie was there? <laughs> Stewie, were you there? I wish. I wish. <laughs> Man, I wish I had Stewie there. But I don't. I don't think he was there. <laughs> now that I'm thinking back, I no, nah, he was not there. But this guy was. <laughs> good. Well, that's good because just in case there was an accident. Yeah, insurance yeah, are covered. Yeah, it was it was cool. Get over here. Oh, Scorpion was there. Yeah. He was he was the one that was like, come on in, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Gun. That's where we met Mr. Gun. Yeah, was Mr. That? Gun. Was yeah, that's top. why he's here. He came he came with me. He would well, we all met him at Top yeah. Podcasts. Well, we all he met got, Top Gun. He got us, like, we got, I mean, we'll be honest. We got Joan Soda drunk one of the nights with Top, with mm-hmm. Mr. Gunn, and we signed over 90% of the podcast there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. I mean, he gave us a good, I don't remember what the whole deal was, but I mean, yeah. 90% is only a number. Yeah, 90% is only a number. And he's a cool guy. He just, he only has his few things that he says, too. It's not like he's, like, you know, like, crowding the mic or anything like no. that. No, he's not trying to be the star of the show. And I understood where he was coming from. He had not had a very successful podcast. And he just wanted to, he wanted to jump on ours when he had a chance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, happy he's here, though. He's scary, but I'm happy he's here. <laughs> it's weird potting with a gun pointed at, the, at your head but yeah, at all times <laughs> it really makes you makes you think about what you're saying and uh makes you make sure what you're saying is funny yeah mm-hmm. i mean to be fair we, we're kind of loose cannon sometimes exactly. and so we need to tighten up this ship a little bit so mm-hmm. yeah that was one of the big things yeah, we were taught at, a real at, quick trigger finger <laughs> so it was one of the big things we we're taught taught at top podcast trigger was finger, man it's yeah. real quick trigger finger so He's making sure I keep that thing holstered. I do but like. I your... do got a quick one. Man. <laughs> I do like your holster though. Very Thanks, cool. Man. Leather. Yeah, it's leather. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just for when I have a real quick 
Can I touch your holster? Uh, yeah, you can touch it. Whoa! <laughs> Whoops. That's not my holster. <laughs> Should we close out talking over um, uh, Kenobi? Any Kenobi thoughts that we have? Yeah. We, I mean, we we've okay. told the fans over and over and over again that we are some just some Star Wars boys. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're probably just itching to find out what we thought about this Obi Wan Kenobi TV show. Yeah, I don't know if the big Star Wars fans are going to be super happy with our review. <laughs> mm-hmm. I uh, yeah, well, let's let's give it. Uh, should we get a, a score out of thumbs up, thumbs down, out of five, out of ten? Um, percentage. I, I mean, we could do out of five stars. I saw Lucas put his star rating on Letterbox. Yeah, I did not really like it, and I just am kind of uh, bummed that I didn't like it very much. Because yeah, like me and Laban have talked about it quite a bit, but we both kind of went in with like, I have like super lowered my expectations because obviously we all really like this character a lot, and we didn't want to see it just suck. And it didn't suck for sure. It just felt like super thrown together really quick. Like they could have done a second draft, like really cheap overall. Like all the environments were just really lame. And just like the the things that they did give us were like fun little nostalgia things, but they were all things that I feel like had been done in other things too, in better ways, in cooler mm-hmm. ways. Like the few examples that I'll give or just I'll give just give a couple but like the the moment when Obi-Wan and them break into the inquisitor base and like he holds the glass back all that stuff has been done in Jedi Fallen Order and it did look better in that game and then even in just like the last duel the moment where Obi-Wan like breaks open Darth Vader's mask like that was an exact thing that happened in Rebels I'm pretty sure it was yeah, in Rebels yeah. and it was cool like it, I did like that part but everything just felt so like, I I don't know. It it didn't leave a dent. You know what I mean? Like it, things are haven't changed by that show being out, and it didn't really make things better, which I'm kind of bummed about. But yeah, I don't know. I could ramble on about it, but you guys probably have stuff to say too. Uh, I'd feel like Disney, in general, is having a really hard time where they write around of i write around an idea, and they can't talk. They can't like talk about the idea that they want to write the show about until the finale. And then it ended up like a lot of the Marvel shows. I feel like they really like the finales usually suck. And then for Kenobi, I thought the finale was pretty good, but it definitely felt like there was nothing happening in the show until the finale. And I don't want to sound like I have Marvel brain where it's just like stuff has to happen. I'm not talking about like action, action needs to happen. I don't really care because I think the show should have been a slow burn. Like it should have just felt slow and like things were happening all the time but in a really like slow burn way and i feel like they just completely dropped the ball on that and then the finale it's like all right it's time to finally show you what you've been wanting to see Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah so this could have been a movie like this definitely could have been a movie this didn't need to be a six hour long tv show you could have made this two and a half hours cut out a ton of fat and i mean just the stuff I bet if you cut out everything that wasn't Obi-Wan and Vader, it probably would have been an hour and a half movie at the most Mm because there was just so much other stuff going on. Yeah, which is crazy. Like you said, it should have just been a movie. But yeah, yeah. 
And that's just a lot of problems that Solo bombed. And that's like the big thing about it. Solo bombs. They didn't want to make this a movie. So it ended up being a show because Mando and Book of Boba Fett did well, which is great. It's awesome to make shows. But I think just in general in the industry that there are specific shows that are coming out that they should be movies. But I feel like people are like, oh, this would be way better if we can make it six hours. And that just only works for certain things. Yeah. Like I'll say, like, I think Stranger Things works really well for a six hour movie. Because every episode is like an hour and a half, so it's and like clearly they you have, have stuff. So many super engaging characters. Yes. Even the characters I don't like on that show, I still am cool to find out what they're doing. And so mm-hmm. you're basically giving, you're doing like three movies with each, and you're with each character set. Does yeah. that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that make like Obi Wan. It's like you only have one to yeah. two main characters and you're giving us this much time to have to try to like sit with them and it does yeah. not <laughs> go very well. Yeah. Like, and I think Disney from the beginning, they were like, we want like at least like a six episode show or whatever. And like, I feel like it's kind of like you need to like let the creator make what they want to make and develop their idea and then figure out like you don't need to worry about the episode amount or the length or anything like that until it's done you know and then you can do whatever you want that's kind of i feel like what's nice about the duffer bros and what they did with stranger things is they didn't like they didn't have parameters they didn't have disney saying or netflix saying a few years ago like this season is coming out in a year and a half the release date is already out you have to get out by this time and you have to have six episodes and like i i I don't know disney just kind of I feel like put them between a rock and a hard place anyways, regardless. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. My problem with some of it, like overall it's content. I'm going to turn my brain off and enjoy it when it comes down to it. I think what drives me nuts. And like, I, I really felt it when we were all watching it at your house Mm. where like, uh, Laban's house, I'm pointing at Laban with my gun. (laughs) Um, when this, that's just the dialogue of these shows does not feel like humans talking to each other at all. And like, I just wish characters would talk normal instead of mystery boxing every single, like every conversation is ambiguous. And that drives me so nuts because I, like, I don't, I know like the whole thing is like, show me, don't tell me, but like, like stupid example. I know I'm going to say like a really random line, but like, uh, Obi-Wan looks at a wall and says, Quinlan was here referring to another person in this story like referring to a jedi who's like in a bunch of other things like if i'm like the kid leia my next thing i say is who's that (laughs) which i know is so dumb but like there's no nobody is curious like nobody asks questions and the other thing is i'm like what is stopping the people from doing the exact same thing they just did again like the like if if Darth Vader wants Obi-Wan Kenobi, why isn't he just like, go get Leia again? <laughs> like, right. So I feel like they wrote themselves into a weird corner where it's like, well, we know if we want to draw him out, all we have to do is kill that person or we have to just destroy that person. Um, so I don't know. It's just maybe the, 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 they'll just be like, well, we'll just like write over that to basically say like, oh, because Darth Vader is like super emotional about it, we just won't do that anymore or whatever. Yeah. But it just was so goofy to me. I'm like... There was no need to do that entire like that. That should have been almost like kept a secret from Darth Vader the whole time. I don't know. Yeah. They would. They needed to find a way to make that so like the Empire wasn't really keen on what was happening. Yeah, it was just Reva's character doing all of that and just accidentally stumbling upon a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that they just um one the dialogue is just lowest common denominator on all these shows. It's just like how ambiguous can we be so that it just keeps you like coming back. Um. 
but then also like the finale I feel like was so I, I feel conflicted about it because I'm like on one hand it's like super fan service like mm-hmm. now Qui-Gon now hello there now, now it's like yeah. fight and I'm just like should I feel like it's almost like we got what we wanted and it spoiled us and it was like I would rather I, I go back to what you guys said I'd rather have like an hour and a half long movie that just is like higher budget like everything is better super tight story and then send it off, you know, and just be happy with it than six hours of just, like, really slow. Mm-hmm. Like, not even slow. That's not the problem with it, I guess. But you know what I mean. Just, like, yeah. not not engaging and not at all. Like, the stakes are so hard to get heavy, too. Mm-hmm. Like, there should have been a lot more just, like, plot, plot development for characters that you would then feel, like, the hurt if they were to get yeah. killed or something by, yeah. like, Darth Vader. I didn't... Even the character, like, spoiler alert, like, even Reva... Is going to live on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know that. Like, there's uh, so many characters that should not made it out of that show alive. Like, yeah. it should have been like a lot heavier. But that's it is what it is. Yeah, and the one character that did die in like the third or fourth episode when they went into the Inquisitor base, it was just like you knew it was about to happen because right. she like gives like she's just like gives the I'm about to die speech yeah. pretty much. And then yeah, it's just like no stakes. I don't know who this character is. She Which just character? showed up. Tala? Yeah, I don't. She didn't die in the base. She died when they were invading. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. They did escape and then she on their own base. Yeah, but still took forever to kill her. But like, but (laughs) I should have died. Honestly, in in the Inquisitor base. I think everybody in that group of people. I know that sounds like sad. Like all of them. If you wanted to make it super heavy, all of them shouldn't have made it out alive. Yeah, Yeah. it should have been like a. Uh, almost like a like I was even thinking it would be so cool if like it ended with Boken saying to Leia you have to go you're our only hope because it would like echo what like she's gonna say to Obi Wan later on yeah but like you have to go and they force Kenobi yeah. to leave too and Vader just instead of like I think it'd be a cool cat and mouse thing if Vader chose instead of pursuing them to like pursue all the people and just to like because. What is that would it? Be, yeah, is it the movie cool. Silence where like Andrew Garfield is tortured as a priest by them killing his his um, his congregation? Mm-hmm. Like they keep telling him to denounce, to denounce Christ, and he won't. And because because he won't, that he thinks they're going to martyr him, but they end up martyring all of his congregants. And I think that's so compelling and so sad and so complicated that like to do that in Star Wars would be like so like it'd be hard to like watch, but it would be way more like emotionally heavy than what yeah. we got which was yeah. just like man whatever yeah i just think about and this will be the last thing i say and then you guys can talk about it but i just think about how we're about to watch stranger things come out like it'll be dropping i think when this episode drops it's yeah. july 1st and there's going to be like what they've said we'll see if they actually follow up on it a lot of deaths or like some main characters are going yeah. to like meet their end and how much heavier <laughs> like that's going to be compared to what we just got with obi-wan and maybe that's just because star wars is star wars and it shouldn't always be or maybe it should never be like heavy, mm-hmm. but I also like. I think Star Wars, it's okay to kind of be like Harry Potter, where every single book kind of aged with its audience. And I mm-hmm, think it's right. okay to not necessarily be, not not to be heavy in a sense where it's like becomes like how Star Trek is now, where there's like literally no optimism and it just is so gloomy. But like to put some weight behind it so that the victories are all the better, because mm-hmm. we know how this ends already. <laughs> I yeah. mean, like the it's over. Um, but give us in the meantime these stories that can help kind of like set the tone for everything. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I don't think the show is like heavy enough, really. Well, I. It, yeah, with the, what you were bringing up is when they. I think Vader should have just like 
what do they have like that to start destroyer? They should have just shot that ship as as soon as Obi Wan gets off. Yeah, maybe escape pod for Leia or something. As she goes back to wherever her planet, and then he just goes after Obi Wan anyway. Yeah, and yeah, because it's just it's always too it. How Star Wars it is like there's always an out like, mm-hmm. and sometimes I just don't like shows like that. Like it yeah. doesn't. There should be like there's no out. Yeah, you messed like you made the wrong choice, or yeah. it's like did you make. You right. you saved Leia, but was it worth it? Exactly. Right. Well, all these yeah, people, and when Kenobi yeah. like when Kenobi gets off, you already know Vader's gonna follow him. Yeah. So it's I'd rather sometimes I want you want to see the dark side win. Like a lot of like not a lot of the times, but like the dark side has to win in order f- like it's a give and take. Yeah. I feel like the beginning of the show, I guess the dark side was winning because they abducted or like, you know, the they got Leia. Flea got yeah, Leia. Flea got Leia, <laughs> but even then the stakes weren't high because they just like marched into the biggest base in yeah. the universe and <laughs> got her out like it was yeah. nothing. He just hit her in his coat. Yeah. They went little yeah. rascals. It yeah. just really that that episode Yeah, I said it a million times, but they should have just like immediately knew and just like killed that lady right there. Yeah. And then just like the whole plan should have just been out the window yeah. or something. She, I, I, after that episode, I texted you guys. I'm like, not enough people have died yet. Yeah. And even that ho- the whole group that, what, Broken, is that the guy? Yeah. He, yeah, he ev- had like 200 people. Yeah, half of those <laughs> people should have died. Like straight That's up. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, I think that, um, I think if you, if, because they're doing a second season of this, right? It's yeah. not confirmed yet, but it seems but like. But if they're going happen. to, they like, to. they kind of like already did the whole Vader fight, and like yeah. they can't go back on that now. Yep. So like you already did your big Darth Vader thing, because I would have said like if you're going to chart this for two seasons, like don't engage, like don't have like almost no. any engagement. Instead, like force, like like Vader should be torturing Kenobi by killing all these people that he loves, like mm-hmm. basically just going on this war path or or people he's trying to protect yeah and that would lure him out yeah yeah, to lure him out and like that the culmination of it will be like because i love anakin so much like i will actually stay my post kind of thing like Mm -hmm. i might go out for one thing and that's what the show's about like i left once i learned my lessons and now i'm just gonna sit here until you know a new hope takes place or whatever um but yeah now i don't even know what you would do because like you can't (laughs) they they, can't meet again yeah because Yeah. yeah the arc between anakin and Vader has to be done now, like yeah. until a new hope. It just has to. Yeah. Be. I mean, they set it up exactly like he literally calls him Darth at the end. It's yeah. like they set it up completely. Yeah, and then the new hope. It's like I was weaker since the last time you saw me, Master, yes. or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, they it has to be done. I do think they did Vader well. Like I did enjoy like Hayden Christensen as Vader. Yeah, so. it was awesome to see him again. Uh, yeah, it, I did like the like his whole part at the end where he was like, "You didn't kill me." Yeah, like, I, like that was a great moment, and seeing him get to like act through the mask and just look like a messed up villain yeah. was cool. I thought that was as yeah. uh, terrible fan service has been by Star Wars before. I thought that was I yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah, so it's it's funny like Star Wars like I uh, just even hearing like the Darth Vader Darth Vader breathing. From like episode six when he's dying yeah. and he has to like his breathing changes, mm-hmm. you know that I was like, that's cool. Just yeah. hearing that, yeah, <laughs> like, so those sound like, effects that are like yeah, ingrained yeah. in your brain. Star Wars has such satisfying sound effects. Yeah, yeah. but I think what yeah. most people really liked was that when he did chop off his, you know, mask and then the distortion of Hayden's voice with James Earl yeah. Jones. That was like probably 
that that I guess that scene really that individually, not even necessarily the fight scene, but that the, that dialogue was like really what made the show. Yeah. yeah. Because other than that, I can't remember any dialogue. Yeah. Really, I remember a dialogue from the guy who was like. Uh, Drove the truck for the Empire. <laughs> Jack Brown. <Braff. laughs> yeah. And other than that, I don't really remember any dialogue. Like, yeah. that's what's crazy is I can't remember dialogue between, like, Tala and Kenobi, Kenobi and Leia, really. I just don't... I should say this. I don't really like child actors in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't go... Does have a, a, does have a great. We love Jake. Yeah. yeah. Just doesn't have a great track record, man. Yeah. I just don't like... Yeah. No, I do feel like it just sucks because... The plot of Obi-Wan not being able to do anything on Tatooine and, like, having to hide his compassion and hide that he wants to help people is just, like, such an interesting concept that, like, him just, like, being, uh, having to hide that and go to different towns and, like, help them out but being, like, I can't, you can't tell anyone about this is so interesting. And I'm currently making a video about this, so, like, I don't want to give away a bunch of stuff of my, my, your takes. Uh, my super hot takes. Yeah. But one of my biggest takes of the video is this is like I have no idea if this is canon or not, and I'm talking out of my butt, but I don't understand why Vader can't just know Obi-Wan is on tattooing. Yeah. Like, why does that matter? Like, I think it's actually better if he knows he's on tattooing to basically be like, hey, you know, you're going to... Because Vader's whole thing is, I want you to suffer. I want you to be miserable. So what I'm going to do is, like, I know exactly where you are. I could take you out at any time I want, and you are going to have to be miserable on the planet I hate. Yeah. And I feel like that's a way more interesting take on Vader, where Vader is basically being like, I'm not going to put you out of your misery ever. You're going to yeah. have to be miserable on tattooing, but also make it so Vader doesn't know Luke is there. Mm -hmm. Like, Vader just thinks Obi-Wan's there because he thinks he's safe there. But I think there are just so many more angles you could go that are way more interesting. Because I think the first episode of the show and the last episode were the best ones. Because the thing about uh, the Safdie brother being a Jedi was super interesting. Yeah. Like, that was a great plot. And the last episode, I thought, was solid. Even, But they were both, like... That just means four episodes just felt like filler. They, yeah. they just felt like filler. And also, just a complaint... Don't play Duel of the Fates in the trailer. And yeah. don't play it in the show. Like, play it in the show if you're going to play in the trailer. It's yeah. so annoying. Yeah. Yeah, the it's score a, on this show was so just, like, forgettable yes, and boring. It's like, yeah. obviously, John Williams did the theme for Obi-Wan. I thought it was a great theme, but everything else I thought was forgettable. And it's like, Mando and Boba Fett had better music. They just did. They were way more memorable themes. So don't play that in the trailer and then not give us it. And don't play the Anakin and Obi-Wan fight scene. Like... Use your Star Wars. You have all the <laughs> access to all this great music. Use it. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? So that's just a that's a nitpick. But also, why did Duel of the Fates not play yeah. ever? I can. Yeah. I yeah. That's I, the main problem I have with this show is like it's so hard for me to not nitpick every single thing. Like, because yeah. yeah. it's just like, yeah. It's I want. Yeah, I just wanted it to be so much better. Like I could talk about like the lightsabers. Like, what's up with the lightsabers? They look so bright. Like, <laughs> like just turn them down a little yeah. bit. They yeah. just look so weird. And man, it's because they're actually real. Yeah, like my Basically. biggest nitpick. It was so good to see Qui Gon, but that was just such like a. <laughs> he like, looks so bad. Yeah, like it looked like they literally had ten minutes to shoot it. Like they were like, put this costume on, this wig on, everything as fast as possible. We have to get you out of here. And it was just like, I mean, he probably wasn't. I mean, he definitely wasn't on set. Him and him and Ewan McGregor probably didn't even see each other. It was probably completely separate. Yeah. And hopefully, 
that's something that they can do in season two. Do they kind of imply it? But it's just like it's hilarious to me that Obi Wan wasted ten years. Like, just never got to contact. Yeah, Qui Gon just did not care yeah. at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. Like, and that's the thing. As they're walking, as they're walking away, I am saying to myself, "That's the show I want." Like that is the show I wanted this whole time. Yeah, that and should have been the start of the exactly. show. Exactly, <laughs> that should have been the start of the show. And I just feel like I feel like Star Wars is just doing this weird thing, will where they will do huge time jumps and write themselves into a corner where it's like this did not have to be ten years after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, you could have done this three years after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. see how it goes. It's like all right, let's go a little bit more. Like there are so many things you could have done instead of being like ten years. It's like well, you just wasted. 10 years yeah. of canon. Well, yeah. they'd say, well, yeah. it's actually been 20 years since we shot, though. But even though Ewan McGregor looks fine. He looks the same. Like, they <laughs> yeah, all look the same. Yeah, like, yeah. that's the thing. Hayden's in the Vader suit. It's yeah. like, it doesn't matter. Right. Like, no, it does And you could just make the excuse where it's like, it would make more sense that Ewan's, he's been on Tatooine. He right. looks a little older because of the two sons. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look, he looks more like Ewan from 2005 than Alec Guinness yeah. in yeah. A New Hope. So... One one thing to go back to that Qui Gon thing, just as like the story, it's like Qui Gon, he's like, "Where have you been, Master?" And then Qui Gon's like, "You haven't, you're not, you haven't been ready." <laughs> and it's just so funny because Qui Gon's like, "He's, you're not ready to see me because you haven't let go of Anakin." But also, I specifically asked you, <laughs> "Don't, don't let go of Anakin, <laughs> not let go." So it's like, I burdened you with this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so my fault. I, yeah. It would have made more sense, I think, if Qui Gon was there to, to yeah. sever a relationship as well as when he first yeah. know, tried to build a relation, the bridge between the two yeah. of them. Because yeah. I think I mentioned this to Lucas, like the coolest person to tell Obi Wan that Anakin is Darth Vader is Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah, he is the coolest character, or him being, or him saying. Uh, Obi Wan, you need to search your feelings about this, and Obi Wan finds it out on his own because that parallels. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan and Luke's conversation too where he's like I'm not going to tell you but you know yeah yeah I like the feelings. idea that like when when like a Jedi tries to sense another Jedi or something like that 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 like triggers them too that yeah. like they that's like the one thing that I kind of like about the last Jedi is how they kind of like telepathically can communicate and stuff because they're a dyad yeah <laughs> yes. it would have been really cool if that's how if Obi-Wan has just completely closed himself off to the force and like he finally like is like all right I'm gonna like just put a beacon out there and see if I can pick up Anakin and see if he's out there and all of a sudden it's just like oh crap like Darth Vader immediately senses that and it's just like I'm coming for you right at that yeah. moment or something yeah but the other yeah. thing like I think it would have been cool kind of what you're saying more shows need to just like pick up in the middle because like if yeah. we picked up and we're like like Obi-Wan is running around holding some kid's hand and we don't have any idea who it is and they're just on a planet and like inquisitors are like chasing yeah, after dude. them and it's like we're just going to start here um and we forget the flashback thing you can show us and not tell us by like in the you know in the epilogue when you're he goes back to Tatooine and he like some guy just says hey where have you been like you've been missing work or whatever and so then you would know like okay yeah. he's been just chilling and just working like a normal and dude and that is such a star wars thing to do almost right. every movie starts like in the middle of the action we're about to like, get attacked by these massive robot things in the yeah. snow it's like yeah. <laughs> um, the yeah. opening in episode three is crazy. Like the opening, the first line in opening crawl is war with an yes. exclamation point. <laughs> and then it starts with the huge intergalactic battle with yeah. him and Anakin. But yeah. 
That's but, a great idea. Yeah, yeah honestly, but, we could next week we could just be like, let's just p- pitch our M- Obi Wan show, and it would be a better show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think yeah. that this the season could be a second season. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this th- this could have been second season. Like they could have done a small time jump after episode three, and then another time jump where Leia and Luke exist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. No, I'm excited. I I really do hope they make a season three, just because I feel I want to give them a chance to redeem themselves. Season three or season two? Oh, season two. That's what I mean. And I think if you can get Liam to come back and be Qui Gon, like you gotta do it. Even though mm. Liam was like, I don't do TV shows. Yeah. Uh, he was like, I'm a little. T- he was like joking, but he literally said the only reason he came back is because of George. Like he wanted yeah. to come back to honor George. So honestly, if I was Lucasfilm, I would make the next. Thing a movie mm-hmm. i would like you already have set up like obi-wan's on here and it's like one of those things you don't really need to know anything that happened in the show like yeah. you don't really need to know you can know like vader and if you just watch fight. the fight scene you're exactly. like exactly oh, you I have know it happened yeah. <laughs> but you could make a movie and it's literally the qui-gon obi-wan movie yeah. on tatooine and that is not like a crazy retcon where it's like we didn't waste money on this like yeah. we're building it up to a it's a basically movie. like uh Pretty good video game with like a good opening first mission, mm-hmm. and then you got to do ten crappy side missions to level up to get to the boss fight, and then a pretty good boss fight, and then that's it. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's m- it. like most uh, most of the Star Wars games, <laughs> or like most of the Batman games. <laughs> all right, yeah. well, I think <laughs> we can wrap up with all of our nerd talk here because yeah. I know I gotta go. I'm figuring you guys probably got things to do this evening. Thanks for listening to our podcast. I'm Levi. This is Lucas, Lazarus, and Laban, the good brothers. And um, any things we need to say before we go? Um, I know we just talked about Obi-Wan, but I am working on a video. (laughs) And it is is a different take, but it's it's an interesting take. I'm excited, dude. That's a good... It's a good time to jump on that trend. That could be a popping video. Yeah, so... If that video pops, let's just say we're gonna go from five thousand listeners, five thousand listeners to maybe six thousand <laughs> listeners soon. Okay, good. <laughs> I do feel like I I should also say like, hey, if you enjoyed this TV show, we're not trying to be curmudgeons. Yeah. Enjoy your media. Like, yes. enjoy what you like. Yeah, enjoy what you yeah. like. This is we can be pretty hypercritical about this specific thing. So, yeah, you know. and we're not trying to gatekeep yeah. Star Wars. Whatever mm. they do, it's whatever. We're gonna enjoy content. We're making content. They're making content. We're here for it. Um, special thanks to Thane Coleman and the Travel Guide. We use their song Hockey Night for our intro, so check out the full track. Blast it from your car. Um, live music is back, so go enjoy some concerts. Happy birthday to Chandler Seymour. Happy birthday, Chandler. I yeah. don't know if you still listen to the podcast our, or not. A little boy is growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know if you guys have anything else, but if not, we'll just say goodbye. Yeah. Yes. Peace out, podcast. Peace out, podcast. Good night. Bye.